Next Chapter Podcasts. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Next Chapter Podcasts presents the Play On Podcast series, King Lear. Episode 7, Ruined Masterpiece of Nature. For the best listening experience, be sure to use headphones or earbuds. Just look with your ears. We listen to radio for news, for entertainment. Hand me the soap there, Oswald, but keep your back to me. It's indecent to look at one's mistress in her bath. Especially since your duty is to serve my sister. I wouldn't dream of gazing upon you, madam. Have Albany's troops been sent forward? They were sent at once. And is he there in person? Quite. And making quite the fuss, I must <laughs> say, as soldiers go, your sister is the better of the two. <laughs> Did Lord Edmund speak with your lord at home? No, madam. Oh. my sister's letter convey to him? I know not, my lady. He hurried away on some serious business. It was foolishness to let Gloucester live after taking his eyes. Wherever he goes, everyone pities him and turns against us. I think Edmund should be left to put his father out of his misery and end his sightless life. And also to spy out the strength of the enemy's army. I really must go after him, madam, with my letter. Our troops will set out tomorrow. Stay with us. The roads are dangerous. I can't, madam. My lady ordered me to carry out her instructions. Why should she write to Edmund? Couldn't you just deliver her message yourself? Perhaps it's... <gasps> <laughs> I'll make it worth your while, if you let me unseal that letter. Madam, I'd rather not. I know your Lady Goneril does not love her husband, this I am sure. And when she was here recently, she was giving suggestive grins and flirtatious winks at the noble Edmund. I know she trusts you, and tells you everything. Who? Me, madam? Yes, you. I am certain you are as close to her as a child to her bosom. Listen, I recommend you take note of what I'm about to tell you. My husband is dead. Edmund and I have talked. And we've decided that he is better suited to me than Goneril. That's all. You can figure out the rest. Madam? If you do find Edmund, please give him this ring. 
And when you divulge all of this to your mistress, please tell her to use her head and not her heart. It's the better of the two evils. Go now. Oh, if you happen to hear anything about that blind traitor, Gloucester, I'll reward anyone who cuts his life short. Madam. Oh. When will we reach the top of this same hill? You're climbing up it now. Notice how we sweat and pant? Whew. <clears throat> the ground seems flat to me. Ah, horribly steep. Listen, do you hear the sea? To be honest, no. Well, perhaps you lost your hearing when you lost your eyes. Oh, so it may be indeed. Yet I do hear that your voice has changed and you speak more eloquently than you did before. You're mistaken. The only thing I've changed are my garments. No, no, I'm, I'm certain you're you're better spoken now. Come on, sir. Here's the place. Stand still. How oh, terrifying and dizzying it is to look down so far. The crows and jackdaws flying below look as small as beetles. Halfway down, there is someone clinging to a cliff just above the water, gathering herbs. What a dreadful job. He looks like a dot to me. You can't even hear the waves crashing against the rocks. Ah, I can't look anymore, or else my head will spin and I'll fall headfirst from the edge. Lead me to where you stand. Give me your hand. You are now within a foot from the farthest edge. I wouldn't jump up and down here for all the riches under the sun. Let go of my hand. Uh, Here, friend, another purse, and in it a jewel well worth a poor man's taking. May the fairies and gods multiply it for you. You You go further off now. Bid me farewell and let me hear you going. Fine. Fare you well, good sir. He's gone a few steps now. I'll deepen his despair only to cure him of it. Oh, you mighty gods. I renounce this world and in your sight I shake off my great troubles and afflictions. If I could bear my troubles any longer and not rebel against your indomitable will then my useless life would end up burning itself out. If Edgar lives, then bless him. Now, fellow, for sure, farewell. Gone again, sir. Farewell. (gasps) I don't know whether a man's imagination can kill him, especially if he's so willing to die. If he had been where he thought he was, he'd be dead by now. But is he alive or dead? Uh, uh, hey, 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 uh, um, hey, you, sir, friend, can you hear me, sir, speak. Maybe he died after all. Oh, good, he's waking up. Who are you, sir? Away and let me die. How now? Well, even if you were made of thread, 
feathers and air. You should have shattered like an egg after falling into the sea as high as you did. But you're breathing, your flesh is solid, you're miraculously unbroken. You are a living marvel. The sea spat you up and spilled you out here. Well, say something, anything. Have I fallen or not? You fell from a red bridge many say is made of gold. Look up at the height. Well, there's a shrilly singing lark up there that your old ears may not be able to hear, but just look. I can't. I have no eyes. What fate is this? Are not even the wretched allowed to kill themselves? Suicide used to be the one reliable friend of misery. Give me your arm. (laughs) You are a miracle, and I hope some of your good may rub off on me. Now, there you go. How is that? Can you feel your legs? You're standing. I, I, I feel well. All too well. This is stranger than strange. When you were up on the bridge, who was that devil that parted from you? A poor, unfortunate beggar. From down here... It looked as if his eyes were two full moons. (gasps) You must thank heavens for how fortunate you are, old man. Gods only perform such miracles as this to win the respect and worship of humans. I, I, I do remember now. From now on, I'll bear my misery until the misery itself cries out, Enough, enough, and dies. The devil you speak of, I... I thought it was a man. Oh, he would often say, the devil, the devil, he led me to that deadly place. Oh, oh. be calm and be at peace. <laughs> Who's that coming? Oh, oh. Dear gods, a sane mind would never let its master dress like this. No, they cannot punish me for counterfeiting coins. I am the king himself. <gasps> What a horrible sight. Nature is better at breaking hearts than art is. There's your enlistment money, recruit. That fellow handles a bow like a scarecrow. Draw the bowstring back farther. <laughs> Look. Look. A mouse. Shh, quiet. Quiet. This piece of toasted cheese will catch him. What's the password? Uh, sweet marjoram? That's it. <laughs> you can pass. Something about that voice is familiar to me. Wait a minute, can it be the king? Yes! <laughs> Every inch a king! <laughs> when I do stare, see how many subjects tremble. You there, I pardon that man's life. What was your crime? Adultery? Poor man, you won't have to die. Die for adultery? Oh, no, the birds do it. Fornicate, then fly. Let there be more fornication. In In fact, (laughs) we could all use the exercise. Even Gloucester's bastard was kinder to him than my daughter's. And they were conceived on a proper marriage bed. So, go ahead. Whores and whoremongers, fornicate, lust, rage on. For I need, I need more men, more soldiers. Look, look at that simpering woman over there. Her hat makes her look cold.
cold, frigid, and heartless. She coyly pretends to be virtuous, but she blushes at the word romp. <laughs> Yet I bet she's hornier than a parcel of rabbits. From the waist down, women are lecherous centaurs, and from the waist above, they're chaste as old nuns. I guess the gods only embrace a woman down to her belt. Below that, <laughs> everything belongs to the devil. <gasps> Give me an aphrodisiac, good pharmacist, to sweeten my imagination. Here's some money for you. Oh, let me kiss that hand. Let me wipe it first. It smells of mortality. Oh, you sad, ruined masterpiece of nature. This great world will end up the same way, worn down to nothing. Do you know me? I remember your eyes well enough. Do you squint at me? If you're that blind Cupid, do your worst. I'll still never love again. Read this letter. Notice the penmanship. If every word burned bright as the sun, I wouldn't be able to see a single one. I would not believe this if I weren't seeing it. It breaks my heart. Read it, I said. How? With my empty eye sockets? Oh, is that how greedy men have become? Oh. You mean you won't fill your eye sockets until I fill your purse? Your eyes are bad, and your bag is empty. Yet you clearly see the ways of the world. I see it by feeling. What? Are you mad? Any man could see how this world works with no eyes. Just look with your ears. <laughs> here, here yonder, how that judge condemns a simple thief. See? Now, listen. If they had to switch places, do you think you could tell the difference between the two without looking? Have you ever seen a farmer's dog bark at a beggar? Aren't they both just doing their jobs? <laughs> yes, sir. And yet, you can see how the beggar must run from the mud. That's authority! Even a dog's obeyed an office. Come here! <laughs> you! You rascally police officer! Restrain your bloody hands. Why are you whipping that whore? Whip your own back instead. You lust after her and long to use her for the same crime you're whipping her for. All men are criminals, punishing one another. Cover up a crime with gold, and the arm of justice can't touch you but dress the crime in rags and die penniless in a pauper's pen. No one is a criminal. No one, I say. Not a one. I pardon them all. <laughs> if I were you, I'd get myself some glass eyes and pretend to see things I can't like a corrupt politician. No, no. No, no. Pull off my boots. <laughs> Harder! Harder like that! <laughs> This is sense and nonsense mixed in a cocktail. Reason is madness. If we don't drink, we die. Listen. Listen. If you're just going to cry over my misfortune, then take my eyes too. 
I... I know you well enough. Your name is Gloucester. I have not come to preach, but listen. May the gods have mercy. When we are born, we cry that we are come to this great stage of fools. That's a nice hat you've got there. <gasps> it's a clever strategy to make horseshoes of felt. <laughs> How awful. Now, I'll put it to the test. And when I sneak up on these sons-in-laws of mine, I'll kill Kill Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Oh, here's the king. Grab him. Right away, sir. Sir, your most dear daughter. No rescue for me? What, am I a prisoner? I was born to be the plaything of fate. Treat me well. You'll get your ransom. Let me have a doctor. My brains are in pieces. You shall have anything a king desires. Will you lie? I will get screwed like a young bride, but I'll try to be jovial about it. Come, come, then. I really am a king. I bet you didn't know that, did you, gents? Yes. You are a most royal king, and we revere you. My liege. My liege. Then there's still hope left. Come and get it! If you're going to get me, you'll have to catch me like a floppy fish! Wait a second! Come back here! Wait! Such a sight would be pitiful even in the lowliest beggar, but it's unbearable in a king. He still has one daughter good enough to redeem the evil done by the other two. Uh, hail, noble sir! God bless you, sir. What's your wish? Have you heard anything about an impending battle? Most sure, it's common knowledge. Everyone who can hear has heard about it. But, begging your pardon, how near is the enemy army? Near and speedy, on foot. The main force is expected to arrive soon. Uh, I thank you, sir, that is all. The Queen is here for a special reason, but her army has moved on. Again, I thank you, sir. If ever you are gentle, dear God, take my life. Don't let me be tempted with suicide again. I will die when it's your will. I hope it will be soon. You pray well, old man. Now, good sir, who are you? I'm a poor man who's been humbled by bad fortune. Give me your hand. I'll lead you to a resting place. I thank you heartily. Hold on here, sir. Thank you. Pardon. Excuse me. There! A wanted man with a bounty on his life! What luck you have, Oswald, to feast your eyes on Gloucester! Excuse me. Who who is that poor eyeless head of yours was mounted on your shoulders to make me rich? You old unhappy traitor. Repent of your sins and prepare to die. 
Make sure your hand strikes with assurance. I more than welcome the blow. Hold there. How dare you support this well-known traitor, you bold peasant? Let go of his arm before his bad luck infects you too. I won't let go, sir, not without a better reason than that. Let go or die. If bullying like yours could kill me, I would have died at just two weeks old. Don't you dare come near this old man. Or you'll find out which block of wood is harder, my club or your head. Out of my way, you vile pile of shit! I'll knock out all your front teeth, sir. You'll lose your smile if you draw your sword. Knife! He's got a knife! Stop! Stop! Let me off! You slave! You've killed me! Villain, take my purse. If you have any decency, then burn my body and deliver the letters I'm carrying to Edmund, Earl of Gloucester. Find him in the British camp. Oh, untimely death. And now I die. So he's dead? Yes. Sit down, old man. (laughs) Let's see what's in these pockets. The letters he spoke of might help me. Uh, Yes, he's dead. I'm sorry I had to be his executioner. Let's see now. Off you go, you wax seal. In good manners, don't blame me for being nosy. Blame my nose for smelling out what could be opportunity. So in this regard, reading their mail could be construed a lesser evil. (laughs) Don't forget the vows we made to each other. You You have have many many chances to cut Albany's life. life. If your will is strong enough, enough, you'll have lots lots of opportunities opportunities to do do it. Nothing will be accomplished if he returns as the victor. Save that I'll be his prisoner again, and his bed a deathly prison. You can take me and take his place... Signed your... I wish I could write wife, but alas, I'll put... Affectionate servant, Goneril. Is there no limit to this woman's appetite? To plot against her virtuous husband's life and replace him with... My brother. I'll bury you here in a shallow grave, you unholy messenger of lustful murderers. And when the time is ripe... I'll show this wicked letter to the duke, whose life is being plotted against. The king has lost his wits, but now I envy him for it. I still have the senses to perceive my own great sorrow. It would be better if I went mad. Then my thoughts would be free from grief, and my hallucinations would make me forget such immense suffering. Give me your hand. Uh. Up. Here, sir, up. I think I hear the drums in the distance. Come, old man. I'll take you to stay with a friend. You'll have nothing but sweet peace till the bitter end. The Play On podcast series King Lear was translated into modern English verse by Marcus Gardley and directed by Eric Ting. The cast is as follows. Keith David as King Lear. Bernard White 
as the Earl of Gloucester, Aldo Billingsley as the Fool, Christiana Clark as the Earl of Kent, Gina Daniels as Goneril, Francesca Fernandez McKenzie as Cordelia, Lance Gardner as Oswald and the King of France, Daniel Jose Molina as Edgar and the Duke of Burgundy, J.D. Mollison as the Duke of Albany and the Doctor, Tramel Tillman as Edmund, Amy Kimwashki as Regan, Rex Young as the Duke of Cornwall. Casting by the Telsey Office, Karen Castle, CSA, and Ada Karamanian. Voice and text coach, Rebecca Clark Carey. Episode scripts were adapted and produced by Marcus Gardley and Catherine Eaton. Original music, sound design, and sound mix by Lindsay Jones. Sound engineering by Sadaharu Yagi. Additional engineering by Daniel Ben Shimon. Mix engineer and dialogue editor, Larry Walsh. Podcast mastering by Greg Cortez at New Monkey Studio. Line producer, Jordan Moore. Managing producer, Robert Cappadona. Senior producer, Miriam Lauba. Executive producer, Michael Goodfriend. The senior manager of business operations and partnerships at Next Chapter Podcast is Sally Cade Holmes. The play on podcast series King Lear is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the Hits Foundation. Visit ncpodcasts.com for more about the play on podcast series. Visit playonshakespeare.org for more about Play on Shakespeare. Hear more about the Play on Shakespeare podcast series by listening to bonus content at ncpodcasts.com, where you'll find interviews with the artists, producers, and engineers who brought it all to life. And remember, anyone can see how this world works. Just look with your ears. Next Chapter Podcasts.